0: Hello, I'm Sarah Landon, and I'm so happy to welcome you to the Journey of the Master podcast. This podcast was created to guide you to remember the infinite wisdom that lies within you, to reconnect to the master that you already are, and to realize yourself as creator within your own creation of reality. For more free resources and information on our books, courses, and master's class program, please visit saralandon.com. I hope you enjoy this episode of Journey of the Master. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome to this episode of Journey of the Master podcast. Today, we are talking about the magic of life's divine unfolding. And we have some questions that have been submitted by our master's class community. And then we are going to do a channeled live message from the council. So be sure to stay tuned for that. We also have a very exciting announcement about next month's Journey of the Master Podcast. So, before we do, hello to everybody who is here from all over the world. We are so happy to have you. We're so grateful for our YouTube community and all of your supports and comments and likes and shares of these these episodes and this content that we put out for all of you to hopefully expand your awareness, to create your best life, and to really live in a experience of higher levels of consciousness that allow you more love, more abundance, more well-being, more joy, more freedom, and a whole lot more magic in your life. So hello to everyone and hi to Ivy. We're so happy to have Ivy here to support us behind the scenes. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Sherry. Carol, hello. Carmen, thank you for your comment. She said, uh, Presently, I am reading The Wisdom of the Council, which is the book you see behind me. Oh my gosh, no human language explains how grateful, how magical, how miraculous this sacred knowledge information is. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it so much. And much of what I want to talk about today is in, in the spirit of some of the messages, particularly from the Wisdom of the Council book. And one of them is really about how we live in the magic of life's divine unfolding. I have to be kind of honest. I, I, I often share that there's some of these particular terms, or spiritual things that I've heard from time to time, and magic was one of those words where I thought magic. What to me, a magic show or um, you know magical things happening. It didn't feel like a really grounded, natural thing. And yet, over time, as I've integrated the council's wisdom in my life wow, magic is the most natural, amazing way of living and being in the magic of life's divine unfolding. And truly, I think if we were to each go around the table here on this uh, global community of, of people and say, what do you want? Do you want a life where you have it all figured out and it goes exactly the way you think it should, exactly when and how you think it should be? Do you want to have to figure out every little detail? Or are some of the very best things in life, those things that come out of the blue, those days just like any other day when something magical presents itself to you and your whole life changes in ways that you never could have imagined? To me, I want the magic. I want the magic of life's divine unfolding. I love those miracles that really make life so fun and allow you to live in this curiosity. So you might not think, well, I don't have a lot of magic in my life. And to that, I would say nature is a really wonderful place to begin. Seeing the magic in your life, experiencing the magic in your life. For me, watching the sunrise or watching the sunset is a very magical experience. I don't have to figure it out. I don't make it happen. It is about showing up and allowing the incredible power of the universe to present itself to you. The same is true with the beautiful sun in the sky, and watching the grass grow, and watching the leaves on the trees change, and witnessing all the incredible magical things in our life every day. I find animals to be incredibly magical. Or if you watch how animals interact, uh, ways of being of animals and, and nature, there's just so much magic all around us. And I believe our lives really are meant to be magical, not to be this grind of the day to the day, and you have to figure everything out. And I was one of those people who, you have a plan, you make your plan, you work your plan, you make it all happen, you figure it out, you schedule yourself out. And when the Council started talking about living in the magic of life's divine unfolding, the perfect unfolding of life, I started to shift my awareness to be curious about what that even looked like. Because in my experience at that time, my life wasn't really magical, but I learned that magic is really a perspective. Do you see things as magical and amazing? Or are you holding on so tightly to what you think you have to do and what you should do and what has to get done that you're not really allowing the magic or the magic of life's divine unfolding? I like to think about, every once in a while, someone in my life, and how they came into my life, the connections that were there before I even met that person. I can think of a really dear friend of mine. And if I look back to all the events, hundreds, if not thousands of day-to-day events that led to meeting that person, And when I really look back at it and connect the dots, it's truly magical. All the things that were divinely orchestrated for a interaction of meeting someone that becomes a lifelong friend or a partner or a romantic partner or spouse or boyfriend or girlfriend. Uh, This is true in all walks of life, whether it's business or even in your job, your business, whatever you're creating. To me, the most magical things are those things that have come out of the blue. In fact, my experience of publishing these books with Hay House and uh, the first one, The Wisdom of the Council, and The Dream, The Journey, Eternity of God with Mike Dooley were both an example of life's, oh my gosh, divine unfolding in the most magical ways. I look back again, how I met Mike Dooley, who's a really good friend of mine. If you guys are not familiar with Mike Dooley, he is a New York Times bestselling author. He's just incredible, uh, the work he does in the world and uh, we met through a mutual friend. And I think about all the magical things that led up to meeting that mutual friend and our experiences together that then led to me meeting Mike Dooley, who introduced me to Hay House. And then Hay House offered me a book deal. And then Hay House offered Mike and I a book deal. And I just think there's no way I could have figured that out or made that happen. It was this magical, unbelievable, couldn't have imagined it really if I tried. (laughs) Example of life's divine perfect unfolding. And so the purpose for this episode and for this conversation is to begin to shift your awareness to opening up to the magic of life's divine unfolding. Maybe it's okay not to have every moment of your life scheduled. Maybe it's okay not to know exactly what things are going to look like a month from now or a year from now. Maybe it's okay to let life present itself to you. We recently, on one of our master's class messages, had an expansion of the wisdom of the council book in a particular chapter where the council reminds us of the affirmation I am the magic. I am the miracle. I am the master. And it was such a profound message. It was on a particular day. uh, Think about maybe like a birthday or a holiday where you expect the day to be good. You expect something magical. Well, I have this day of the month or of the year that has always been a, a day I choose to celebrate, which is October 18th, as a magical day. And this message happened to come through on that day. And that day I was woke up and I thought, you know, something magical is going to happen today. And it was in the energy of, okay, I'm waiting for this magical thing to happen. Right. And then the council brings through this message and the affirmation reminding us, I am the magic. I am the miracle. I am the master, meaning you are, you are the magic in your own life. You are the miracle. You are the greatest manifestation of what you have been waiting for. You're not really waiting. You're not denied anything. There's no delay. You already are the magic. And when we begin to tune our awareness to living in a more magical experience, a more miraculous world, we truly open up to a whole new level beyond our wildest dreams that does begin to present itself to you. I often reflect on this time of year, three years ago. And I can tell you from that time to this time, my entire life has completely changed, transformed, upgraded, up-leveled beyond my wildest dreams. And absolutely none of the things that were so pivotal to that transformation of my life were things that I figured out. They were all things that came in really miraculous ways as part of life's divine unfolding. And as much as I may wish that they would have happened sooner or differently, sometimes we can look at our life and see it actually is a divine, perfect unfolding. And we may think things should happen sooner, or we may think they should happen a certain way. But when they actually come together, we can see that there is some greater awareness that is divinely orchestrating it all in divine right timing. And that allows us through our awareness of it, seeing experiences of it in our life, beginning to raise our, our vision, our level of sight of the magicals that are around us. And like I said, if you feel like there's not a lot of those things in your life, Well, first off, your incredible human body is probably one of the most magical, miraculous things you could ever imagine. As the Council says, you are the greatest manifestation in all of the universe. You yourself are this beautiful human, this personality, all that you are, all that you have become, all of your experiences, your hopes, your dreams, your wishes, your destiny. It's all part of the manifestation of you. And when you begin to tune into the magic that you are, you begin to see that reflected back to you in the world around you. So start with things in nature. Start with your amazing body. There's billions of things going on in your body at every moment so that you can hear and taste and touch and smell and think and have exciting experiences and read the books you want to read and listen to the podcasts you want to listen to. Our bodies are such evidence of how miraculous and magical this world really is. And nature and animals, for me, are an instant realignment into that magical world where all things are truly possible. I think that's another thing, is all things are possible. With love, all things are possible. And in my life, especially in the last year, I've experienced some of the most magical and miraculous things all as a result of love, and I want to expand upon that a little bit because it's not relationship love of of that level, right? It's this deeper, unwavering love. What you love, and understanding that at the core of all of us, the most transformative power in all of the universe really is love, and it's not something that you try to do. It's not something that you focus on. It's what you are. I have a very dear friend who I used to live near, and we used to see each other much more often. And over the years, we've kind of grown apart, but the love is still there. And this morning, I woke up to a beautiful message of him actually sharing with me a channeled message that I had shared with him probably about seven years ago. And it was a message about being a steward of divine love in the world. And that, that is what each of us are and that our greatest achievement, the greatest thing that you could ever achieve in this human experience is your own self-love, your own love of self. And if I think back to when I didn't think life was very magical or miraculous, It directly correlated to not really loving myself, thinking I still needed to change things and fix things, improve things and do more. And when we get into that space of I'm not enough, I have to do more, I have to work harder, I have to be better, we're not really allowing the magic. The council went on to say in this message that it is about truly taking down the barriers that we put up around our hearts that keep us from being the love that we are because for whatever reason we think we're unworthy. And yet nothing could be farther than the truth. There's absolutely nothing that you could possibly do in this human experience to make you more worthy. And there's nothing that could ever happen here that could threaten your infinite worth, truly. And so when we begin to align with that worthiness, when we take down those barriers or those walls we put up around our heart, the pure love that we really are is there and has always been there, that divine love that is the truth of you. And when we begin to realign with that and you focus on loving yourself, you elevate yourself into an awareness, into a perspective, and into an experience where life becomes so much more magical, so much more miraculous. You're not looking and waiting for things to happen, you know, you know, the magic of life's divine unfolding, and it continues to present itself to you in the most amazing ways. But you don't deny the very truth or affirmation that I am the magic. I am the miracle. I am the manifestation that I have been waiting for. And of course, that is an affirmation you can practice for yourself either saying it out loud or even saying it out loud while you're looking in your own eyes in the miracle in the mirror which is also miraculous. <laughs> uh and whatever feels good to you there are no perfect words. But if it feels good to say I am the magic, I am the miracle, I am the master, I am the magic, I am the miracle or I am the manifestation. Play with it and see what feels good to you. Again, thank you to everybody uh, who is here and chiming in and saying hello. Um, yeah, uh, Chanel says this is a way of manifesting a magic that feels so good. No hustling, really. The way it's meant to be. Anytime you're hustling, and and I catch myself from time to time. I get, oh, I got to do this, and I got to do it the right way, and I've got to make this happen. Those types of things. But if I really stop. And I really ask myself the question, am I denying love for myself or am I denying that I'm worthy just as I am? Do I still have to do more in order to be enough? And when I reframe that within myself, I find that there's greater peace, greater ease, the unfolding, you feel back in alignment to things unfolding through you and for you. So sometimes it's just that simple shift in perspective. You still may be doing things, you just begin to do them in a more innocent, playful, following your passion, following your joy, not, Oh, I have to do this, or Oh, I should do this. Anytime we're in that energy, or I have to hustle, and I have to do more, and I'm not enough yet. Right? We may be denying ourselves our own worthiness or our own love in that moment. And the first step is always to realign with that. And all things become so much easier. Um, On that note, I want you all to be aware of a very, very special event that we are doing next month for this Journey of the Master podcast. We are recording this live in October of 2023. So our November episode is actually going to be a free live, just like this, but a channeled session, really dedicated to a channeled session with the Council and an opportunity for you to submit your questions live to the Council. So because of this uh, structure of the channeled event, and because we are taking uh, submitted questions, you will need to register uh, if you want to join us live, but it is free. You just need to register to join us live because it will be a Zoom link. After the live event, it will be Available uh, as a replay, just like this episode is on YouTube or on your favorite podcast platform. But if you do want to join us live in the channeled energy of the Council and have an opportunity to submit your questions, there is a link posted right here for you um, to register for that. And we have a very special topic for that one. I'm sure many of you can relate with wanting greater peace and harmony within. Next month's Journey of the Master special live channeled podcast episode is going to focus on peace and harmony within. That will be on November 16th at 12 p.m. Pacific time. Register to join us live. If you can't join us live or you don't want to join us live, you can always catch the replay here where you are enjoying this podcast episode. So hello again to everybody. Um... Thank you. Thank you. Hello, New Zealand, Boston. Oh, gosh, so good to see you all. I love it. All over the world. Uh, Lori says, Is the new world coming soon? What will it feel like? I personally believe the new world or a new earth or heaven on earth. It's a place that we create within us. The Council says, If you want to see peace and harmony in the world, you must first create it within yourself as each of us do that, and as so many of us do that and focus upon it, I know for me, I have the experience every day of living in a new earth, living in an experience of heaven on earth, and continuing to expand that and create that. I think there's something within everyone, whether you call it a new earth or heaven on earth, that knows exactly what that is, what that means, what that feels like. Sometimes people will say, well, I don't really know what I want. And the council will say, well, do you want abundance or poverty? Do you want to be sick or do you want to experience well-being? Do you want to feel love and connection or do you want to feel isolated and lonely? Abundance, well-being, freedom, joy, beauty, peace, harmony, These are all, in my experience, part of this new earth reality, a new world that you create within yourself and around yourself. It's available to all of us. And we, as we embody it and create it and live it for ourselves, we're making it easier for all who are ready to embrace that for themselves. So really good question. Um, Kat says, how do you really love yourself? I'm going to begin by saying this, I think incredibly unconsciously, we have habits of denying love for ourselves that we don't even realize until we start to focus on this conversation of your own self love, and not denying love for yourself for any reason. we learn these stories, or we pick up these beliefs. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not tall enough. I'm not short enough. I'm too tall. I'm too big. I'm too sh- small. Whatever it is, right? I didn't do this right. My parents loved this sibling more. Uh, this person, you know, broke up with me and broke my heart when I was this age. You know, wh- whatever it is, my my boss let me go. I'm not going. Whatever these stories are, right? Part of it is these beliefs that we pick up very unconsciously, and these stories we tell ourselves, and we create these habits around denying love for ourselves. I can say one of the games I played, one of the habits I had in my life that I can recognize pretty easily on this topic is that I only felt good in my body and loved myself when my body was a certain weight or a certain size. And if it wasn't exactly that, then it needed to be fixed. I needed to work out more. I needed to diet more. I had to be this perfect size, right? Or this particular weight. And I realized it it was, uh, it was an affirmation that came um, through that was body beautiful, body beautiful body beautiful, and just looking in your own eyes in the mirror and saying, body beautiful, body beautiful. And it was a little awkward at first, but I can tell you that simple affirmation began to transform my life and my relationship with my body. And it quickly saw how I was denying love for my body and myself all the time. Because when you look in the mirror and you think, I'm not good enough yet until this thing changes, right? Imagine your own thoughts and saying those things to someone you love. You know, think about someone, maybe the person you love the most that just, when they walk into the room, your just whole world lights up and you just love them, right? If they walked into the room and you went, oh, Well, you've you've gained a couple pounds. You really need to lose some weight. You probably should go on a diet, right? You don't look pleasing enough to me yet. I'm not going to love you until you change, right? Most of us would never say that to anyone that we love, nor are we thinking that about someone that we love. But yet, you might be thinking about yourself and your own body. And there's lots of examples of this. Money is another example of this. Denying love for yourself because of the amount of money in your bank account denying love for yourself because of your age. When aging, if you want to call it that, is such a beautiful journey through wisdom and expansion and experience. So it's about catching those ways that you deny love for yourself and not, not creating a big story about them, not getting stuck in that, uh, not again, constantly needing to fix or change yourself in order to be enough very loving to love and accept yourself just as you are. In fact, if you think about someone that makes you feel really loved, no matter what, they accept you just as you are. They love you just as you are. They don't ask you to change or that you're not trying to cha- they're not trying to change you all the time. People wanna be loved. And it starts with love for yourself first and foremost. So I hope that was helpful. Um, When is my next book coming out? Great question. Um, My next book is in final editing uh, with Hay House and will be out in 2024. It is called You Are a Channel. And it is such a joy, uh, I have to say. I am channeling the council as Changed my life uh, has been just the most extraordinary experience, but if I really look at what I want my legacy to be in the world, it's teaching anybody who wants to have this connection for themselves with source, with higher levels of consciousness, with spirit, uh, or your you know your own higher self. We all have access to this, and so. Um, You Are a Channel. My next book coming out with Hay House is uh, all about helping people reconnect and open that channel um, to their loved ones on the other side, to their spirit guides, to Source, to their own collectives, to their higher self. Um, It's going to be pretty exciting. So stay tuned. There are also many free resources at sarahlandon.com. There's an entire tab called Free Resources. So if you're looking for more channeled information, you can always go there. There's also a free gift of highlights from our Grander Perspective series and lots of other things to support you there. So I hope that's helpful. Um, we had a couple of really interesting questions I just want to cover really quick because I think they uh, are in, in line with this and and some interesting things. I'm going to start with this one. These questions were submitted from our advanced master's class community. So um, we have an amazing community that is dedicated to living and integrating the council's teachings. We do uh, a live call every single Wednesday. Um, two calls a month are live channeled sessions and Q&A with the council and the other two Wednesdays of the month are so, integration calls, where I talk about how to live the council's wisdom and expand upon their channel messages and take questions as well. And then, like this month, November coming up, uh, we have five, five Wednesdays. So we have a dedicated Q&A. So that's our advanced master's class community. You can find out more at sarahlanan.com. We do get a lot of questions about that. Um, this podcast is obviously open to everybody and the things that we share on our YouTube channel. So we like to meet people where they are and just give us as much, as many tools and resources as possible for you to really live your best life. Um, one thing I do before I before I go to the master's class meeting, I really appreciated a message that someone um, put on my YouTube channel, and it was such a um, genuine question. And I think, you know, this can come up for a lot of us. You know, we're talking about the magic of life's divine unfolding, and that implies that there is divine timing and divine orchestration, which would imply there is some sort of divine plan unfolding here in the most miraculous and amazing ways. And the council talks about creating your reality. And so this question was, how is it that part of the message is you can create your reality? And the other part of the message is there's a divine plan here unfolding. Aren't those um, two different things? And I can certainly appreciate this question. And I have asked that question in my own journey (laughs) more than once. And here's my um, answer to that. Creating your reality. What you love, what you enjoy, what you want to experience. You do get to choose. You get to choose the experiences you wanna have. You get to choose how you expand. You get to choose how you express yourself. You get to choose the thoughts that you think. You get to choose how you interact and treat other people. You also get to choose how you think and feel and act towards yourself, back towards self-love. So I think about my reality as my now present experience. It includes the reality of the home I live in, and the friends I have, and the partner I have, and the work I do in the world, and the team I work with. And it includes all of those things. But it is also this reality of your own joy, the reality of living in abundance, the reality of your own experience of well-being. And so creating your reality with the thoughts that you think, what you hold in your imagination, what you want to experience is certainly part of why we are here. And I believe there is a divine unfolding that doesn't uh, ask you to oppose what you really genuinely love. Now, let me give an example. Uh, In one of the recent channel messages, you know, the council says, no matter what someone else chooses, you can still create your reality. So this comes in, a lot of times people ask about relationships, and they say, well, I really love this person, or I've been in this relationship, and I want them to change. I want to live in a reality where I have a very deep, intimate connection, um, where we have experience joy together, where it's fun, um, where we like to do the same things. And then this person will look at their partner and say, and that person isn't that way. So that person needs to change in order for me to create my reality. Now, you can have all of those things. You can be in a relationship with not just a romantic partner, but everyone in your life. Where there's greater intimacy and connection, there's a greater bond where you do things that bring you joy, you can create those types of relationships. You just can't demand that someone else want the same things that you want, but that doesn't mean you won't have what you want. And I can give you an example of my own life. Um, I was in a relationship for many, many years with a man that I loved dearly, and yet I wanted something different for my life. And of course, at the time, I wanted that person to change so that I could have those things. But at some point, I realized that wasn't really the loving thing. I could still have those things I really wanted to experience. And that may not mean it's with this same person. You know, I've also had an experience with a friend that I really wanted to change. And then I went, you know, again, this isn't the loving thing. Yes, I can create my reality. I want this relationship to be different, but I'm not going to try to change this person. I'm going to go feel all those things I want to feel in that friendship. And I'm going to create it in my life. And I will tell you when I stopped focusing on changing my friend and focused on loving my friend and loving myself, that relationship changed. And so in some cases, in this particular type of example, it might mean that your significant relationship in your life changes or your friendships change as you move towards creating a reality that's more aligned with peace and harmony and love and joy. Again, people say, I don't know what I want to create, right? Uh, There's a question here about having to be so specific about what you want to create. You really don't have to be that specific. I'll just take a particular thing. One of my core values is harmony, harmony, having harmony in my life, meaning that there's not chaos in my house, meaning that there's not a lot of drama and trauma and chaos in my life. And uh, when you have a particular value, right? And everybody, I believe, has a different sort of underlying core set of values. I have other people in my life who love Um, having a huge family, having a house full of people, having things going on all the time, or they've got to know everything about what everybody else is doing. And they feel like it's really important to uh, know what everybody else is doing and what they're going through. And they get really involved in it. And that's not right or wrong. But to me, I don't feel like I'm in harmony when when I'm living in that place of a lot of noise or chaos or a lot of people or a lot of parties all the time or a lot of social events all the time. To me, there's like a harmony in that, right? So when you want harmony in your experience, that's part of creating your reality. If you want beauty in your experience, I have a very dear friend who's an interior designer and you walk into her house and you're like, oh, and everywhere you go and every interaction and everything you do with her, everything is always really beautiful. She just creates beautiful meals. She goes the extra little mile to make everything at the table so beautiful, Uh, the food so beautiful, her house so beautiful. One of her values is beauty. And you can see what other people are creating when you begin to step back and look at these things. And I might not want to go to that level of detail about beauty in every area of my life, but you can see the reality that other people are creating. So I'm just trying to give you an experience here of creating your reality. Now, that might be something very specific. Um, That might be, for example, um, a particular place that you want to live. Maybe you want to create a reality where you live at the beach, or you live by the ocean, or you live in a city, or you live in the country, right? In most cases, I truly believe that when we start to feel called to a certain experience, that it is part of that divine plan. I had the desire to live near the ocean, and after a while of living at the ocean, which clearly was part of my divine plan and all the experiences that I had there, I started Really wanting to have a ranch and have a bunch of animals. And I had, it really couldn't happen where I was. And I didn't imagine I was going to move from where I was. And through the magic of life's divine unfolding in a very short period of time, my whole life changed. All these opportunities presented themselves. And I ended up moving to a ranch. And I now have lots of animals. But I believe part of that is creating your reality the way you want it to be. Sometimes it's more general. Sometimes it's more specific. But I also think when you start to get that call, that inner calling for something, it is part of that divine plan unfolding. So I actually think they work together very harmoniously and very beautifully when you allow the divine plan to unfold while also being in your power and know that you do create your reality. Um, so let's see. Um, there was a couple of questions here. One, I, I have to share this. Um, James in our master's class said, Dementia seems to be a fairly common condition in the elderly. And I have a family member who is currently in the middle stages of this. I recently heard an interpretation of dementia describing it as a pattern in the brain, which is rooted in the question, I don't know. This causes a type of confusion from within, which leads to changes in the neural pathways. And the question was, from your perspective, is it possible to reverse this condition or alleviate symptoms in any way? There was also um, another question um, about overwhelm and fear and having very fearful ideas and thoughts. And I and I want to go back because this stuck out to me. I don't know, right? or I'm waiting for something to happen in my life, or, oh, that thing I really wanted hasn't come yet. Or oftentimes the council talks about, um, again, back to this new, new earth or new world or heaven on earth. When we create this, I don't know, I'm not there yet. I'm still having to do something. I'm still having to work at it, right? Um, we're not fully in our power. And I love it when the council says to someone, you do know, you really do know. And what is the answer to that? You really do know the greater truth that is within you. But when you're saying, I don't know, you aren't in the level of consciousness to access the truth that you do know. When you say, I don't know the answer, you're not in the consciousness of, where all things are known. If you're waiting for something, you're not in the consciousness of realizing that thing you're waiting for. And sometimes it's just a genuine shift in consciousness um, to begin to be aware of that. And I thought that was a really interesting question. I had never actually heard that description of dementia. Uh, do we all have the ability to create new neural pathways in our brain at any point in time? I absolutely believe that we do. Um, Another question. um, I I, I am not in harmony. This person says I've entered a state of fear and constriction. I'm facing um, ending up on the streets because I'm running out of money. I'm not motivated to look for a job. I'm trying to understand the concept of of going within and summoning from within, but to no avail remains it remains a mystery. I've tried to act on my excitement, but I have run out of time and money with no inspiration to act on. One of the most profound and life-changing teachings um, that the council has shared is understanding the power of creative energy. And I used to be someone that would say, I'm not really that creative. Right? I had friends that were amazing artists, friends that were amazing musicians. I considered them really creative. And so I didn't really think about my, my situation as I'm creating. And one of the things that completely transformed my life is to start creating something. I had left my corporate job. I had gone through my savings. I had gone through, um, I had tons of bills that I was still paying. Um, While I didn't have income, I didn't really know what the the next step was. And I can certainly relate to this person's experience many years ago in my own life. And the first thing I did was integrate that teaching. And I just started creating. I started to write short stories every day. I started to create videos on my computer that could be used for teaching, maybe a course or some sort of program. I started to just do the things that I wanted to do in order to create something. And some days it was really simple. Some days it was going outside and you know, picking flowers and things in nature and creating something beautiful, um, creating a nice meal and beginning to focus on the, I am creating, I am creating. And what is it that you want to create? And that would be my question to this person. Sometimes uh, we get into this place of what we're supposed to do and we no longer feel motivated. This person says specifically, I'm not motivated to look for a job. The council says, when you get to this place where you are always trying to do more and more and more to be enough in order to avoid unwanted circumstances, it creates a lot of motivation energy, right? I, I want to be able to pay my bills. I don't want to miss my opportunity. I don't want to lose my job. So we're motivated by avoiding unwanted circumstances. And when we're no longer motivated by that, how do we find that inspiration? And then we try to tie the inspiration directly to how do I make a job out of it? And the council says, that will come. And in my experience, it absolutely will come. I've seen it in my own life time and time again and many, many other people's. But the first step is to start getting into the creative process. Start tuning in to creative energy. Start creating in whatever way feels good to you. Like I said, I started making videos on my computer and talking about similar things that were, um, I would take a topic and I would just create a video about it. I had no idea what I was ever going to do with them. Uh, Later, I put them on YouTube, some of them, um, but it really started to lead me into that direction of what I really did love doing and allowed me to kind of get back in that creative energy. So I hope that is helpful to you as well. Um, how do you make something happen when the odds are against it? Um, uh, okay. So the specific, specific example is my dog is flying from America to Canada. He is he is uh, too big to fly in cabin. The airline won't put him in cargo during winter. Hell. Okay. So sometimes we get into this experience where there's only one option and that option isn't happening. And we go into fear, we go into overwhelm, we go into pushing and forcing and trying to change something. This isn't, uh, this isn't my teaching, but one of my dear friends says, what is right about this that I am not seeing? Not what is wrong? Everything's against me. What is wrong? What is actually right about this that I'm not seeing? What is actually possible here that I'm not seeing what is actually good about this that I'm not seeing? Maybe you uh, move into that perspective and you mention it to a few people you need to get your dog from America to Canada and all of a sudden someone goes oh you know my my friend is going to be driving maybe they could take your dog you know you it, that's just an example but you start to open up to all these other potentials and possibilities. Right? There is a part of creating your reality. And then there's a part of, for example, you know, I can't bring my dog on a, on a a public airplane in the, in the, you know, cabin, right? You're probably not going to change that. There may be options. There may be things about that, that open up to you. But understanding that you can still control your response, your perspective, how you feel about it. And when we're really overwhelmed and upset and attached, and there's no options, it's not working out, we can't actually allow the other opportunities that may be trying to present themselves to actually come into your experience. Again, that magic of life's divine, amazing unfolding. So um, I hope that was all helpful. I'm going to go ahead and um, bring in the council now. Maybe they will expand upon this topic for us a bit. If you're new to me or my channel or the council, the council is simply a collective of higher level, higher conscious, ascended master beings that we all have access to tune into so i just kind of relax my my consciousness and take some deep breaths and i can feel for the energy of their incredible uh, vibration. And they'll bring through a message for us. And um, again, if you want more of the Council, you can join our free live special channeled episode of Journey of the Master podcast next month um, to join that live and be able to submit your question to the Council. Um, There's a registration link for that that will be posted. Again, it's it's free. And if you can't join live or don't want to join live, the replay will be posted here um, on YouTube or wherever you are listening to this podcast. So um, as I bring in the council, I'm just going to close my eyes, take some deep breaths. Again, we all have this connection. And if you are drawn to this in any way, which obviously you are, you yourself are also a channel and have access to your own guides, your own uh, source, your own higher self that always um, offers a perspective and awareness beyond what we think is possible sometimes in this human experience. So here we go. We are so pleased and delighted to have the opportunity to speak with you all on this fine and glorious day as we welcome you into the magic of all that you are. You truly are the isness of all that is and all things and everything is possible for you. Living in a space where life unfolds for you in the most miraculous and amazing ways are all things that you intended. When you chose this magnificent life experience, you knew, that there was far more going on here than what you could see or interpret with your physical human senses of what you see, what you hear, what you taste, what you touch, what you smell. You knew that there was so much more going on, but you came to experience yourself and form through those physical senses in a physical body, in a physical reality with all the delicious amazing things that are part of being in a human body, to taste the delicious foods, to smell the beautiful flowers, to watch the sunset, to walk upon the earth, to explore. You came for the experience. You came for the very expansion that would occur as part of this experience you came to create your reality, and you knew that there was an intelligence always available to you, always guiding you. You knew that your soul in every moment was not limited by your physical senses, had the grandest viewpoint, knew exactly where you were and where everything else and everyone else was in proximity to you in any moment. And your soul, your higher self source also knows the easiest, most effortless path from where you are to where you want to be and all you want to create. And more importantly, knows the highest vision of your soul's expression in physical form. Knows beyond what you could even think to ask for. Knows all that you are. Your soul, your higher self, this divine intelligence that is always guiding you, is you. It is a grander part of you. And it is most interested in the realization of all that you are and your soul's desires in physical form. So when you begin to allow the divine, that is you to unfold through you in your physical experience. You allow for the most magical and miraculous things to truly come to you. Sure, you go out and do what's fun. You play, you explore, you follow your curiosity. You move about the world. But the next perfect step comes to you. You are following energy, following light. What do you feel joyful about? What do you feel? What lights you up? What's drawing you? What do you love? Because it's not the same for all of you. You are each unique individual expressions of the divine. And yes, there is a divine plan that is unfolding. But it's not so specific that it would force you or even ask you to deny your very divine birthright of abundance, well-being, freedom, peace, joy, love, creativity. It's all here for you in every moment. Remember who you are. Remember the power within you. Remember the love that is you. You are so powerful and you are free. You are free to expand, to express all that you are, to choose the experiences you want to have. Allow the magic in your life because truly you are the miracle you are the miracle in this world. You bring the magic. You are the magic. And as you start to realize it within yourself, everything around you will begin to reflect back to you the miracle that you are, the magic that you are, the grand, most glorious manifestation that you are. You are everything you wish to be. You already are. It is all within you. It always will be. We are always with you. We are always available to you. We love you. We love you. We love you. And with that, we are complete. beautiful. Thank you for being here. I hope you will all join me next month as we have a dedicated channeled uh, episode here with the council and an opportunity for you to submit your questions to the council to be answered live. Uh, I really look forward to that experience. So allow the magic in your life. Thank you for being here. We truly love this community and wish you all a beautiful rest of your day. Bye everybody.